We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Flying solo today. Well, not entirely. Chris has taken the day off. So joining me is a Bay Area legend, a guy that I grew up listening to and really one of the people who, and I, and I, and I talk about this with him, one of the people that I, I really tried when I was coming up in radio to kind of model my style after. It's the great Rod Brooks now doing pre and post game hosting for NBC Sports Bay Area. He does stuff with the Giants, but we're talking 49ers with him today. He has been around the 49ers for a long, long time. He's talked to uh, a ton of people throughout those years, and and I just really enjoy talking football with with Rod Brooks. We talked about quarterback situation. We got into their draft needs, how this roster is built, and then we get some some pretty cool stories from from Rod on on talking football with Steve Young, with Dante Whitner, and, and just kind of some of the things he's learned throughout his career. It's a really, really fascinating conversation, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Let's get to it. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. The legend Rod Brooks in the building. Rod, thanks for making time, man. I really appreciate it. I know you're a busy guy. There's basketball going on, baseball starting, but we're going to talk a little Niners. Absolutely. Um, That's good too. I'm glad to be here and uh, I enjoyed the beer. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you got some. Uh, Did you have some in the first run or did you get some more recently? I got some more recently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll make sure. Uh, like I said, you're you're a damn legend. So we're gonna make sure that next time, uh, next time there's a run, we're gonna make sure you get a little more. Appreciate. Um, it. Yeah. No. Appreciate you, man. Um, this is cool for me because, like, I grew. Up, I I don't usually fan out, but like when I first started wanting to get into radio, it was you and Fitz, man. I'd sit in my car after school, and I'd sit there in the parking lot, and it's like, all right, Fitz and Brooks, like I'm I'm sitting in my car waiting for a commercial so I can go inside. 
Um, you guys were awesome, and this is really cool. So I really appreciate you uh, hopping on and uh, and talking some Niners on uh, in the middle of April, right before draft season. So let's actually start there because I know mm-hmm. the conversation is all about the quarterbacks. What's it look like? Like we'll get to that, but we are a week and a, and a couple days away, about nine days away from from the NFL draft starting. Are there any glaring needs you see for the Niners? Uh, they don't pick until ninety nine, but when you look at this roster. Is is there one need that kind of sits above the rest? I mean, you you to me the obvious and glaring one is at right tackle. Um, you know, can you fill that in the draft? I think you can. I, I I think you could get somebody of value and put them out there at that spot and feel pretty good. But to me, it's it's right tackle. Um, I'd like a little bit more depth as far as edge rush. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, first off, who wouldn't? Secondly, um, those rare gems are, I don't know if they're necessarily hard to find, but when they are found, they're coveted and they're 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 picked off pretty quickly. I'd like some more depth at the cornerback position. I think you could get younger and uh and a bit more athletic there. So for me, it's it's right tackle, cornerback, and if you could find a a, a freak. At uh, at edge rush, I'd be perfectly happy with that. And and yes. I think not not to 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 get this uh, to wade into this quarterback thing, you know, which is already a fairly <laughs> interesting and somewhat explosive topic. But I I do think that drafting a quarterback is something every team should do, whether you feel like you need one or not, because the position is so important now. Um, you could get guys who you might think are projects, but with the way that the game is played now, where the, the the way it's played in college translates a lot into how it's played today in the pros, you take a flyer on a kid and maybe it'll work out, maybe it won't. But if you got somebody in the fifth or sixth round, or you know, let's just say between the fourth, fifth, and sixth round, if you got somebody and that kid blossoms, hey man, you're looking pretty good. If not, I wouldn't consider it a wasted draft pick. So to me, taking a chance, a flyer on a guy that might be unheralded, underrated, whatever you want to call it, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. And I don't think it's exclusively just for the Niners. I think it's it's, it's drafting malpractice for all 32 teams. If you don't say, let's see what this kid can do, because you never know if you're going to need him. And what we found out with quarterback is it's better to have, it's like money. It's better to have it and not need it that it is to need it and not have it. That's that's kind of so you said a couple interesting things here, but I want to stick on the quarterback thing. I want to get back to Edge as well, but on the quarterback thing, I don't even view it as like trying to find the next Brock Purdy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. your chances are you're not going to do that because how many right. thousands of picks have there been that late in the draft that have just not panned out? But to your point, how many seventh round picks like? there are so many guys that you're going to take in the fifth, sixth and seventh round that don't impact your roster anyway at all. So why not take a chance on the most important position? And maybe they do turn into Brock Purdy or maybe they turn into Peter Tao Moe, Moe Penu, and they're just not a, they're just not a guy and that's right. fine. But I maybe, and especially for the Niners with their injury situation at the position and the underlying thing here, and we'll just dive fully into the quarterback thing is, if they feel really good, if they draft a prospect, let's just say Max Duggan from TCU, just because his name's on my brain. 
if they draft Max Duggan and he gets into camp and looks as good as Brock Purdy did last year and they feel really good about him, okay, now maybe you start looking into trading Trey Lance, which is something I've not advocated for. I am still a Trey Lance believer. Uh, where do you land on the Trey Lance kind of scale of believer to get rid of him yesterday? I, I'm I'm not in favor of trading him because he can't play. The thing is, we don't know. And that's the frustrating thing for everyone. It's frustrating for me, for you, for, for other, you know, interested media like us, podcasters, content creators. It's frustrating for the Niners themselves because they don't know. I think to hit the eject button and go, nah, this guy can't play is ridiculous. And listen, we don't know when Brock Purdy is coming back. It seems positive. It seems like he's going to be able to come back, but we don't know. To say, well, we don't think Brock Purdy can play. Let's get rid of him while you have an unknown situation when it comes to your quarterback. To me, that's ludicrous. Now, if somebody comes and they offer you a one or a two, which I don't think is going to happen, but if someone comes and they make a, a, a deal that they offer that the Niners can't refuse, fuse then yeah you do it but to shop him or to say and eh, if somebody comes to us with a three mm-hmm. we'll get rid of that's ridiculous you just simply don't do that i think that it's it, it brock purdy's uh, or i should say trey lance's time with the niners not that it's running short but they got to see it they got to see it now if if he's healthy and he seems to be healthy with all the videos you know that have hit twitter mm-hmm. you know like crack in the 80s if <laughs> If he's he's if there can't be any drop off. If Brock mm-hmm. Purdy can't play, then Trey Lance has to come in and he's got to not play like Brock Purdy, but he's got to be able to keep that thing going. Because as we all know, this is a Niner team that feels as though Super Bowl or bust. And the only thing they feel that's holding them back from the Super Bowl is the quarterback position. So Trey Lance can't be looked upon as a drag on the proceedings. That's a lot of pressure on him. If he comes in and he's a drag, or if he, worst case scenario, he comes in and he does not look good in training, Sam Darnold does, then it's over for Trey Lance because the Niners, their whole thing is we ain't got time to wait. We just, we, 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 it's, we should have been farther along in this process. He's gotten hurt. Things have happened. Hey, man, that's life. Quarterbacks get hurt around the league. It's not just a Niner thing. It's not just a Kyle Shanahan thing. Quarterbacks get hurt around the league. However, you got to match the gap. You got to go. And last year was the year where they 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 felt like this has got to be it. He's got to go. And then he got hurt. And they got – they were either fortunate or lucky, depending on which way you look at it, with Trey Lance. With uh, Brock Purdy. But for this year, with Trey Lance coming up, it's going to be no mistakes allowed. There's going to be no grace period. This team, as we all know, as we all have seen, is a Super Bowl caliber team, Super Bowl caliber roster. And if he, Trey Lance, a quarterback, is the reason that this team is not on that track once again to go deep into the playoffs and possibly to the Super Bowl, they will hit the eject button on him. And it'll be Sam Darnold, if necessary, if if Rock Purdy is healthy at camp and Trey Lance doesn't beat him out, you're you're talking about the Trey Lance era, in my estimation, being over for for him and the Niners. Yeah, I I think I agree, and I've the thing I've kind of waffled with on this is, part, I I went into this off season <laughs> going, okay, well, this is 
a huge offseason for Lance. He's going to get all these reps as the QB one in 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 the offseason program, and then he's going to go into training camp and conceivably be. Is there is there a realistic path in your mind to him winning the starting job that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan and anybody in the organization will tell you like, no, Brock is QB one, and these other guys will you know battle it out, and if they if they perform well, you know maybe they they take it over, but. I have a really hard time seeing a scenario given how much they like Brock Purdy outwardly. Mm -hmm. I have a really hard time seeing a scenario where Trey Lance blows them away so much in the off season program and in training camp in the preseason that he takes over for a healthy Brock Purdy. He's going to have to play the position in terms of distributing the ball in terms of throwing the ball. He's going to have to play that like Brock Purdy, which is get the ball to George Kittle. All right. That's the dude that's opened the most. Go find that, him. That, that, right. But and that's the thing that Brock Purdy did off the rip. And it's very intelligent by him. Who's yeah. the guy that's open a lot? I'm going to get the ball to him. And then everything flowed from that. But Pur- Purdy being able to distribute the ball to various guys, but also his ability to move in the pocket, keep his head up, keep his eyes downfield, and still make smart decisions. That's when you knew you were cooking with gas for Brock Purdy. And to me, credit to Brock Purdy, that came from him starting 46 out of 48 games in mm-hmm. college compared to Trey Lance in, in college. There absolutely is no comparison. Trey Lance has to come in and he has to treat the ball like Brock Purdy. He's got to, to avoid pressure and keep his eyes downfield and get the ball downfield like Brock Purdy. But here's where Trey Lance, if he is going to beat Brock Purdy in a straight-up, head-to-head, good old-fashioned quarterback competition, Trey Lance is going to have to use the athleticism that we believe that he has. Brock Purdy's an athlete, all right? But is he on Trey Lance's level? Does he have... The speed. Does Trey Lance even have the speed? I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know if we know. Can Trey Lance play the position similar to Brock Purdy? But can he differentiate himself with the athleticism? Can he be that threat to run when everything else breaks down? If, 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 if we, you know, you go to a game, you sit up top, sit in the press box, you see that guys are open in a Kyle Shanahan offense downfield, mm-hmm. but when they're not. What are you able to do with that situation? Brock Purdy was able to move in the pocket just a little bit, buy some time, guys get open, then he would make an accurate throw. Trey Lance has to do that, but when there's nothing open, you got to run the ball and you got to stay healthy doing it. If he can show that bit of his quarterback repertoire to me, that's how he takes that job over. But he definitely has an uphill battle because he's fighting the guy that took a team all the way to the NFC championship game and did it, almost making it look easy at times. That was the shocking thing for me with Brock Purdy. Like he came in against against the Dolphins and it was like, okay, like they weren't ready for him and he played really well, but hey, Todd Bowles coming in next week. They're going to have a whole week to prepare. And he just continued to make it look easy. It was really impressive. Um, does Sam Darnold factor in at all for you? Um, I, I think he does from a standpoint of he he's he's nice to have around if the disaster scenario presents itself where Purdy cannot play because mm-hmm. he's not healthy enough, um, where Lance 
doesn't play because he's not ready, he hasn't progressed, or, or if worst mm-hmm. case scenario, he's regressed. Then you got Darnold, who's a nice reclamation project, and you know we we all saw the the videos of him, um, those games in Carolina. Where you go, oh word, he's he's not awful. Okay. <laughs> you know, he's not yeah. the guy in New York, yeah. <laughs> you know, seeing ghosts or, or what have you. Um, I, I think he is he's a nice fallback um, guy situation, whatever you want to call it. I, I don't I don't think. And I want to be proven wrong about this. I don't think Sam Darnold as the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers to begin the season. To me, that's just not optimal. That means that you've had a failure when it comes to Trey Lance and you have some sort of medical issue when it comes to Brock Purdy. And neither one of those things are uh, are good. But I mean, yo dog is better than Josh Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I, yeah. I think it's it's a, a Josh Johnson had to catch that stray. Um it it's 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 a it's a smart pickup um for a team where again as we talked about earlier having depth at quarterback is not the worst thing in the world in this league because yo quarterbacks get hurt like it's yeah. just th- this idea that Kyle Shanahan gets his quarterbacks hurt they get hurt through out the league yeah. and just because of the way the position is played and just because the dudes on the other side of the line of scrimmage who are every bit of hostile mobile and agile so mm-hmm. having capable competent quarterbacks in your quarterback room is just that's just smart team building yeah we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I um, I think I'm there. I think I'm there with you. Um, despite all of this quarterback stuff that we just talked about, all of this uncertainty, what does Brock Purdy's elbow look like? Can Trey Lance play? Is Sam Darnold good? Despite all of that, you go look at every sports book and the 49ers are at the top or one of the top two teams 
with Philly to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. That's insane to me. Yeah. I can't get over the fact that they've built a roster that's basically quarterback proof. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what that is, though. It, this, I, I love the fact that I have lived long enough and have covered this sport long enough to see the change happen in real time. And mm. we, we, as I said earlier, the, the passing game in the NFL and the passing game in college they're almost the same. Yes, you you have much better athletes doing the 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 passing and the catching in the NFL, but you know, this is one of the great things. You know, have, talking to Steve Young on on a radio day is I learned from him in terms of you know he said back when he came in they were completely different and it was a such a tough adjustment for young quarterbacks because you were. If you were learning a new language. You were learning mm-hmm. to write, you know, with your offhand. Now, spread offense in college and spread offense in the NFL is basically the same thing. You know, defenses now have to cover every patch of grass. You can't touch receivers. You can't hit quarterbacks. Backs now can catch the ball. Slot receivers are a protected class. Them do always. And you got tight ends who mm-hmm. are bulked up wide receivers. These are, are things, these are concepts you see in college. So now you have quarterbacks coming from college to the pros and the, the adjustment period is not that swift. All that being said, it's a passing league. I love it. It's aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing. It, it, it's, it's, it's fun for people to gamble on. But defense and running the ball ain't ever going to go nope. out of style. Nope. What do the Niners do? <laughs> they play hell of high defense and they run the ball. Now they run the ball in in exotic ways. You know, it's not turn around and hand it off. Although right. they could do that if necessary. But you know, Vegas and 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 the folks in the know, the folks in the league. Yeah, man, we're throwing the ball around. It's pitch and catch. It looks like glorified seven on seven. But when they get down to it, when it's time to get that chicken. We're going to play defense. We're going to get after the quarterback. We're going to shut down your passing game. We're going to go after your quarterback after we shut down the passing game. And when we do all that stuff, we're going to squeeze the game with the running – squeeze the win out with the run game. That's who the Niners are. They're, 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 it's, 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 not, it's, it's not rocket science by any of the imagination. No. And they've, they've I think, bolstered that, that – side of their roster as well or or they've they've strengthened that with the Javon Hargrave signings we mentioned the defensive end depth earlier it's a bunch of guys that can play multiple spots uh I love the commitment to it and honestly it's just fun like it's just it's different are they ever going to win a Super Bowl doing it I don't know but at least it's I I feel like watching the 49ers is different than watching um the the Rams or the Mm -hmm. Chiefs or any other team the Dolphins the Dolphins of course, yeah. the, you know, the Bills, it's just like, think of the Bills. They, they, very good quarterback, mm-hmm. but they ain't going to run game, which nope. is wild to me. You, you're in Buffalo and you get to January and you saw, but that lack of run game didn't help them. You yeah. know, defensively, yeah. you know, and maybe I'm picking a turn here because I don't know the stats, but I see in my mind's eye, I just think of them defensively. Like, I don't remember being all that impressed so it's great you got this quarterback it's great you got Stephon Diggs it's great that you have this ability to throw the ball but we're trying to win a championship yeah. and you don't have a run game 
to help out your your quarterback is your run game. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's sustainable at all. No. <laughs> is there? I was I was so on it. Like I don't watch. I, and I'm I don't watch the Bills like week in and week out. Mm-hmm. But I was so unimpressed with them against Cincinnati in that yeah. playoff game. It was just like, man, this is the team that was supposed to go to the Super Bowl. Like, I just, I wasn't, right. I didn't buy it. It, it just, it, it, it's not that they're not good. It's not that they're not well coached. But once you got past the 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 ooh, Josh, uh, now I'm starting to blink it on his name. Uh, <laughs> ooh, Josh Allen is wow. He's an amazing quarterback. Once you got yeah. past him and Stephon Diggs, you were just like. Okay, so you know what else you I mean they almost lost that game to Miami and Miami was down to its version of Josh Johnson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was wild how close that game was. I was certain that was going to be a, a 40 point blowout. Uh is there is there anybody you mentioned Steve Young earlier? I feel like there's so many people in in not not in the Bay Area necessarily but just kind of nationally where like when they talk about football or a team I'll, I'll just kind of tune it out. But like with mm-hmm. Steve Young, that I feel like I have I have so much reverence for what he says. Is that is there anybody else you talk to that that you feel like that about? Well, you know, I I, I, I want to shout out a couple of people here. Um, Steve, right, right on. He is he's he's an expert. I mean, yeah, I'd say he's a quarterback genius. You know, mm-hmm. considering. In what he was able to accomplish in his career. And let's just, you know, let's keep it funky. He didn't get off to the greatest start. Um, you know, he had success in the USFL, however you want to, you know, whatever you want to call that. And then, you know, Tampa LA Bay is Tampa Express. Bay. Yeah, right, right. But there's a couple of people, and I, I want to go all the way back to a different sport, but my time with Rick Barry um, on, mm. uh, on radio. And th- right off the bat, I was like, Listen, I'm working with one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I'm going to get something out of this personally. I'm going to get an education on basketball. No, I know the game. I know how to play it. Not like Rick Barry. I'm right. sitting next to a basketball genius. I'm sitting next to a basketball expert. And for however long we did that show, I soaked up as much knowledge as I could. because He did it. And he did it at a very high level. Steve's the same way. Um, I'm talking to Brent Jones and, and talking to all the guys that we talk to on on a weekly basis. I, I mean, they played. Not only did they play in the pros, to top level colleges, mm-hmm. went through all of that, the drafting process, get to the pros, and they were able to to carve out Hall of Fame careers, or in Brent's case, a very good career. Or the guy I'm about to mention right now, um, my man Dante. Mm. Dante Whitner. Very you know, Dante Whitner's not going to go to the Hall of Fame. You know, Dante, but Dante Whitner went to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was a top 10 or 15. You'll kill me for not knowing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, top 10 or 15 draft pick. Okay. Yeah. Number eight. Thank you. Played 11 years in the pros, Pro Bowls, Super Bowl appearances, big games, big hits. I sit or stand to him every week on television or we're in meetings, you know, whether it's in-person meetings or Zoom meetings, man, the football I've picked up, this offensive football knowledge I've picked up from mm-hmm. that guy is 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 going to carry me, you know, for the rest of my career last, just in, you know, just in general football 
conversations, these guys, their, their, their understanding of how the game not just is played, but the preparation that goes into mm-hmm. all the work is done leading up to it. Once you get into the game, it's just, okay, now, bam, let's, let's go out there and do the job. But like just the, the cerebral, his, his intelligence and the cerebral approach to the game, especially defensively. And you think about a guy like, you know, Niner fans, you know who I'm talking about It's Dante Hittner, baby. Right. He's the one that's, that's, that's separating from Pierre Thomas. He back there laying the wood to people with Deshaun Golson. You think he is just running around out there, foaming at the mouth and he's a madman yo man still waters run deep dante is always thinking and the reason he's able to get to pierre thomas and and get there at the uh, precise moment is because of all of the film study is because he knows exactly what they're going to do on the other side of the ball and he knows what all the other 10 defenders he he's playing with are doing it to to get that sort of insight from him it has been it's, it's so fun working with him, but it's just been invaluable to me. Sitting next to him at Levi's, watching the game, like he's calling out plays, two plays in advance, telling you what they're That's going to wild. do. Two plays in advance. There was one. It was the um, it was the the Cowboy playoff game. Mm-hmm. This is one of the coolest things ever in my life. I'm here, Dante Whitner to my right, Patrick Willis to my left. Oh my god. <laughs> Just, oh my god! They're talking football and it's bouncing back and forth, and you could tell they were they were sweating at points. They wanted to get out there, but just to hear those guys talk about football and the 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 mental side of football, yo man, you 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 just you you're not going to get that anywhere unless you have the privilege to hang around with people who did it at a level like Steve, like Dante, and 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 some of the others that I. When I think of players like you bring up Dante Whitner. When I think of players that like just couldn't exist today, like Dante Whitner and Deshaun Goldson immediately, because those were the first. So I was born in 1990. So those Niner teams, the Jim Harbaugh Niners were like the first really good Niner teams that I could like know and watch. You know, this Steve Young in 98, like I vaguely remember that, but this was the first real like time I was fully invested and knew about football and the Niners were good. Yeah. And Deshaun Goldson and Dante Whitner, like, just defined. It was like they were the end of that era, yep, because when 100%. they when they exited, I think Deshaun went to uh, Tampa. I th- Tampa yes, Bay. I think you're right. And it was just like he just couldn't exist in yep. the post 2013 NFL. Yeah, and I mean, realistic, like you mentioned, Dante, cerebral guy, he's gonna figure out how to play. But I feel like what made those guys so effective, and that's just crazy how much the games change like that in what's that ten years now? Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's it's all that in this ten to fifteen year time frame, we've seen the game change from a, a physical game where intimidation was a part of it, defensive intimidation was a part of it. Now that's been completely taken away. That's been completely taken out of the game. And yeah, you're right, Dante and and Deshaun were the last of it. You know, if 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 you let Dante tell it. You know, he changed the rules <laughs> because yeah, they were man. bringing it, they were bringing it like that. It, it's sport that, you know, it. You go back and look, and it's still in high definition. I mean, we're not talking about standard definition of black yeah. and white, you know, or grainy color footage. Like you go back and look at at playoff games ten years ago, and they are way different than what we're watching right now, for sure. 
it's wild. I just, yeah, I, even the like, like the Steelers Ravens matchups mm-hmm. don't have that same like intensity that they did. And I, and I get why, like, I understand player safety and I'm like all for that. But I mean, when you just talk about Dante Whitner and like that Pierre Thomas hit and just the way those guys played, um, I just, I'm not like Dante Whitner's playing linebacker now, you know, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> they're dropping yeah. him in the box and like, Hey, go play. Will like that's <laughs> yeah. And by the way, would 100% do that. <laughs> and he'd be really good at it. He'd be very good at it. <laughs> I know I shouldn't speak for him, but I'm pretty certain he would do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, he'd, I think he'd be all right with a little position change. Well, Rod, uh, this was super cool. I really appreciate your time, man. Uh, let's uh, let's do it again closer to the season. And, uh, Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll, see how this, uh, we'll see how this stuff plays out. Appreciate it, bro. Oh, man, I, I appreciate, appreciate the kind words, man. Thank you, Wittell. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.